Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Contact Keller's today and get your yard cleaned up before that dirty old man winter comes. I hate to say it, but he's on his way. The mornings are cold. They're frigid. I don't like it. I'm turning the uh, the steering wheel warmer on. I'm, I'm putting the seat warmers on. It's, it's just miserable. But contact Keller's today. And if you're looking for snow removal services during the winter months, they can take care of that for you too. Do not break your back this winter and leave the heavy lifting to the professionals at Keller's family owned and operated. Their team is looking forward to serving you Keller's garden center and landscaping services located on Kern street in Exeter near blue ribbon dairy. Find them on social media to learn more. Man, <laughs> I like, can't do it now. Like, <laughs> like Mike Lowry. Like Mike, Mike Lowry. Matthew Lowry. Yeah. Matthew Lowry. Oh, that's me. How you doing? I am. I'm very good. I'm very glad to be here with you. Yeah. Thanks for taking I the time. I had the beer on your hat. <laughs> well, go get one. I no. Here's I didn't. I made dinner. My wife. So so my wife's pregnant. We're like. Halfway oh, thank you. Thank you. It's our first, first. We had an appointment today that went like three hours. And I thought it was going to be like a one hour thing. And it was like, no, there's an hour with this person and an hour with this person and an ultrasound. And it was just, so by the time I made dinner and got everything together, I did not get to run out and procure any adult beverages for myself. So. Well, listen, I've got two uh, sitting in the wings here. I will have uh, either one or two, both for you. And your, and your wife. That's awesome. Congratulations. Beautiful. Thanks. I didn't think that's how we were going to start the show. I know. Well, <laughs> hey, I'm well, having a baby. Yeah. Well, so Matthew Lowry, he is a musician. Um, where are you from? Uh, Florida. I live in Lakeland, Florida, right oh, in the very cool. state. So, well, yeah, I, I'm a father. I've got two children. Um, mm. uh, one's five, he'll be six in December, and one uh, is 15 months just yesterday. Um, and we, uh, you know, pregnancy in general, like, uh, is, is a wild thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what, so the three hour thing that you had today, that was, I'm trying to think of, of what that entailed. It was just a oh, lot no, of, like, it was, so we had to go see a high risk, uh, doctor right. for my wife because yep. she has some health stuff. Yep. So we, we did like an hour with a geneticist mm-hmm. and answered a ton of questions and went over different stuff and like whenever blood tests we took. And then um, the ultrasound was the first like we had one earlier that was like quick and we saw things. This was like intensive ultrasound. Like here's every angle of your baby and here's what it is and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's it, it's so the technology is wild. So, so crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just crying in there like there it is. Dude, there she I love is. It. <laughs> is it a girl? Yeah, it's a little girl. Oh so. man, 
Uh, man, First. yeah, it's wild. And then, and then we waited for a while and then got to actually talk to the doctor and we were with them for like 20, 30 minutes. So just all in all, but show up time to leave in time. It was yeah. like two and a half, three hours. And it was just like, Oh, I had to make dinner and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my wife, I mean, outside of high blood pressure, she's healthy, but yeah. because so she has high blood pressure managed, you know, with medication, but, uh, she was considered high risk for for both her pregnancies. Um, you know, had some losses in between the first and second, which was you know a whole other story. But yeah. uh, that's awesome. I'm so happy for you. Um, I, I ever since becoming a father, whenever someone says they're having a baby, or the, you know whether it's their first, second, third, fifth, it just like warms my heart. Um, <clears throat> I've become I've I've become soft in my old age. I think like these kids are really you know. <laughs> Softening my edges, I guess you could say. Um, I MC weddings sometimes, and uh, you know, I, I I tend to hold back tears at weddings. You know, it's the happiest moment of their day, right? Um, and I just I'm so happy for them, and this is the happiest they'll ever be, whether they get divorced to six months to a year, <laughs> ten years, whatever it might be. In that moment, yeah, in that moment, they are the happiest they'll ever be. Their parents are so happy and proud, and it's just it's a, a room full of happiness in it. Exactly right. It's such a it celebration of like we're all in this thing together right now, and it yeah. feels good to have this whole thing around us. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And now, so. and now they're all gathering back up and getting excited for. Then you get to tell all those same people. And in our case, I mean, we've been together ten years. We've been married six this month, or and uh, so like six years later, we now get you know get to tell all these people. Hey, <laughs> things are going great, and now we're having a baby. Like it's yeah. just like special thing you get to share with everybody again. It's uh, it's wild that it's happening now. Like, I literally just put this album out like two or two weeks ago, and we're in the middle of the pregnancy. Like, was not planned to all unfold this way. It's a great time of your life. It, it, it literally, I was like, I'm having the best year ever. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> when does she do? February, late February. So very cool. Very cool. Yeah, we're at 21 weeks, I think now is what it is. So just chugging right along, man. Yeah, it gets more fun. Third trimester, buddy. Watch out. Yeah, no, second it's trimester is fun. She's just enjoying being like, first trimester was very rough on her uh, mm -hmm. and got sick a lot. Second trimester, she's just been like glowing and happy. I mean, she naps all the time and eats more than she's ever eaten in the 10 years I've known her, but in the best, like sure. I'm so, she didn't eat much in those first few months. So that, it's nice that she's like got her appetite back and then summoned yeah. a very active little girl growing in there. She was yeah. like kicking the whole ultrasound today. So it was pretty That's cool. awesome. Yeah. And the third trimester, she'll be just like done being pregnant. Yeah. So. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's get this, this, get this out. <clears throat> get this thing out of here. Ugh. But yeah. And a girl, first one's a girl. I got lucky. I got lucky. Uh, I'm blessed to have a boy and a girl, right? You know, all American family, right? Yeah. And uh, so they say. Um, I was hoping, uh, hopefully my daughter never watches this when she's older, but uh, I was hoping for a boy, the second <laughs> the second one, um, just because, like, kind of know what I'm doing, have yeah. all the clothes, have all the toys, like, you know. You've done the dad thing on the boy already, and you're kind of so know. Again, right? yeah. I have the same parts they do, like, yeah, we're all in the same lane. Yeah, I don't have to worry about other guys. Like, just, let's just stick with the the boys. <laughs> um, and I I have a a video. We we didn't do like a a big reveal at all. But my wife um 
she we so we went to the appointment uh we didn't we didn't want to find out because i i was like i need to find out i need to mentally prepare whether it's a boy or a girl yeah. i need to get the nursery ready all that kind of stuff yeah. um but uh what was i saying um oh so they they sent us the the you know the gender results <laughs> in her email and we we're going to look at it together later on that evening um but what they had done the way the preview came up it it revealed oh it was like right there <laughs> yeah so my wife saw it before i did so she actually went to like the dollar store and got like a little good girl's outfit and i had like a little gender reveal just the the three of us <laughs> that's adorable though that's that's great that you had to have that yeah so i opened it and i'm like shit and my <laughs> my son's like running around he has no idea really what's happening and i go yeah. buddy do you know what this means he's like no what i go you're gonna have a sister and he's like I don't want to have a sister. And he starts crying. Oh, no. All on camera. All on camera. Uh, um, that's amazing. Yeah. But uh, he, I mean, he is so good with her and he loves her to death. Uh, in fact, today, uh, when I picked her up from school and brought her home, um, uh, we were sitting on the, the, the couch together mm-hmm. and he felt that she didn't want to be near him. And he's like, she doesn't love me. And I'm like, dude, just chill. So it, but it's amazing. Like he's, he was always, uh, a kid. and you said she's 16 months old, 15 that, months old, 15 yeah. months old. Yeah. So like, so young and he's already worried. Yeah. He, <laughs> oh, he, <no. laughs> he loves her so much. He's, he's such a great big brother. And I love as much as I didn't, we didn't want the, cause he's, he's four and a half years older than yeah. she is. We didn't want that big age gap. Um, <clears throat> but it's been a great experience in that, you know, we had four and a half years of just giving him attention, and now he kind of understands things and he's pretty self-sufficient. So I don't have two children crying for no reason. You know, it's I, I can focus on one and, yeah. and you know, he's he's can take care of himself and it's uh and help out a lot. And he's he's just a great kid and I'm very blessed. Man, that's awesome. I'm so happy for you. And <laughs> and yeah, the daughter thing. I so I'm like the oldest son of the oldest son of the oldest son. So and I'm I'm like Matthew Lowry. Hegelberger the uh, my dad's Milton Lowry Hegelberger the third so like it's a line of like these men that are like so I was like we're having a boy like right. there was just this assurance in me that we're having a boy but I also this little part in the back of my head's like I just feel like it's gonna be a girl though I just know it like I just had I was like I I had the like false ego of like if I will it into existence that's what it will be right mm-hmm. and then little thing that knew I feel like my wife had this like inkling as well. So we yeah. found out and we just had a little video filming us like reading the email and we didn't like, we haven't shared that with anybody or anything, but like we're standing there and like, we're trying to figure it out and there's like other genetic tests. And then we look and we finally see it. And I'm like, I just kind of freeze for a moment. And I was like, Oh man, I'm crying. Like just, just <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like a processing. You could see my face process. And then I just kind of start crying about it. And I'm like, well, this is the most emotion I'm going to continue to feel for a long time. <laughs> Forever, dude. It's uh, and little girls. They're just different. They're just different. Yeah. I don't, I was, I'm a, my brother and I were two years apart, but then I have my dad then with his uh, second wife, he, I have a brother and a sister as well, but they're much younger than me. Like I'm 37 now and my little sister's 18. So oh, like, wow. yeah. So there is a bit of a gap there so i did have a little sister but in a very different way and like sure. a different home with i was already I went to college and had my own place you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah. it's a different thing um 
So, but like having a little girl that's my own, it's going to feel different because I really grew up with like my brother Caleb and it was two boys and we were two years apart and that's just what we did and sports and music and that's what we did. Um, And so it's like, now I'm like, oh man, girl, dad, like what is life going to be like? I have no idea. I'm not ready, but we'll just dive in. (laughs) You'll never be ready. It's going to be amazing. I hope we can uh, stay connected uh, even after this. Um, Cause like I said, it just, it warms my heart <clears throat> and uh, I'm, I'm very happy for you guys. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It was all on purpose too, which always makes it like way better. Right? Like, right? We're 10 years into this thing yep. and we wanted to do this. And we finally had like a house that was like, ah, space for a child. It was like, yep. okay, it feels really good to have like been very intentional about it too. I feel like somehow that makes me feel more prepared. It's like, okay, we really wanted this. <laughs> yeah. Well, for us too, it was like, it's like, do you want to try? And say, okay. Yes. Yeah, so let's try. And we tried and it was like, it happened. No, no, yeah, like exactly eight months of waiting. It wasn't like a struggle. Uh, um, and then even after him, it's like, well, let's have a second one. Okay. It's like, I looked at her and pregnant. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but three losses in between. And each time that was like, no, like it was no difficult to get pregnant. It was just maintaining it. And then, um, then before we had our daughter, then, then we began to struggle. And I don't know, you know, why we, we yeah. began to have infertility issues. But uh, our daughter is actually an IVF baby. Yeah. Uh, and that worked first time, thankfully, that's because great. that's fucking expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so everything, you know, it's, and then uh, we had two. I went and I had a procedure done to, yeah. you know, make sure we had no more. And life is good. Oh, yes. I hear you. We, so I wish yeah. you the same. Uh, I, I, I'm excited. I, I will say that. I'm still definitely like getting the most out of these last three or four months that I can. It's like, I just be aware. It's like, I know it's all different, bro. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going over to Casey's house and I'll be home late because I watch, watch football, dude, (laughs) drink beer. Uh, You know, don't everyone's like sleep now. Like, you know, sleep now. It's like, no, you can't bank sleep. So like, just (laughs) prepare, you know, like don't sleep prepare your body to never sleep <laughs> i think it'll be uh i mean my wife already goes to bed pretty early generally is what for her job like she's up early getting ready so like 5 45 her alarm goes off but she's like i want to crawl in bed at 8 30 and get nine hours of sleep like that's that's her game plan it's like i'll sleep the extra especially now that she's pregnant yeah. she's like i'm crashing and i'm sleeping Ow, yeah. like and I, uh, so if I like, you know, try to be on her sleep schedule as much, I mean, I'm, we're going to wake up obviously, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm not worried about sleep now as much. I, I do find myself having leg like, nights going like, enjoy it while you can. Enjoy yeah. it while you can. <laughs> yeah. If you want one more beer, have it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did that. The- <laughs> it's my buddy's birthday the other night. I said, come over, I'll make you dinner. We got a couple bottles of wine. We had some vodka. We had some martinis and he had left. And I was like, well, I think I'm going to finish this second bottle of wine without him. (laughs) Watch a little TV. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's just uh, solo adulting. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's talk about the other exciting thing you've got going on. You just released your debut album. Indeed. Indeed. Flamingo County. Flamingo County. Let's, let's talk about that. I mean, uh, I tried, I did a little research. I try not to do too much because I want it to be very, like, just um, very <clears throat> organic discussion, organic um, 
you know, questions and, and stuff like that. So I didn't do too much, but like, and, and my thought was, you're just a, a down to earth, cool, chill dude. Let's have a good time. And I think I've, 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 you know, you've, you've confirmed that already in the last <laughs> 20 minutes that we've talked about being a dad, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the, the music's fun. Um, you've got a, a music video out as well uh, called coming for you. Yeah, we have a uh, coming for you, and then we also have all my friends are selling out too. We got a couple. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see that one, but oh, bro, you missed that. That's a good one. You have to get into that. <laughs> I, I will definitely will. Well, well I, uh, I'm big into videos now because I was, I was just, I made my music video debut uh, for the band. The band's called Don't Panic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just last month, maybe a month and a half. Once this episode kind of airs. And what a process. And I and the video for uh coming for you was is very in the vein of what we did for Don't Panic. It was just you know a lot of friends and it's a big party and it was it's very DIY, but it was very well done. Mm-hmm. Um so before we get into all that, like talk about the new album, uh debut record, Flamingo County. Uh tell us about that. Yeah, so uh I basically started writing some songs solo. I'd, I'd played in multiple bands throughout the years through college. After college, got really serious and started touring with the uh, band Terra 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 that I was in for a couple albums and um, about five years. And just that's when I really like made all my connections and grew as like a musician in this kind of world that we live in, in the scene at that time, you know, and, uh, and, just loving music. I'd always love music. I started piano at five. So it was like a lifelong thing for me. Um, all sorts of classical and jazz and rock, but main thing I've always been writing, like always loved to write. Um, but in most of these bigger bands I was in, I wasn't the primary songwriter. I was always writing my own kind of stuff on the, you know, on the side, cause that's what you do. Uh, but I was just more focused on just being the best part of this group that I could be. And it just worked that way. Um, and so kind of hit a point after uh being out of the final band that i was in for a few years where i was like really just like i gotta do it i gotta write some stuff and so i uh went to the studio in town that i was with in my band uh the vanguard room and uh i did some eps just a couple songs each and put those out uh it was like right before covid it was like late 2019 i put like an ep out in september and like another one in like december or january and uh and it was cool. It was fun. They were like solo things. And I, I, the guys in the studio who were people I knew and were friends, you know, we made these songs, but they just weren't anything cohesive. Like as far as like, didn't feel like I had a vision. It felt like I had written these songs and I did have this vision. What I felt like was a vision like, Oh, these ones are kind of three different versions of this and this. And it wasn't, uh, but the music was just kind of all over the place and it was fun and it was cool. And I spent a lot of time in the studio, but we really were like meticulous on it. And like, we could only do it in like blocks of like four or five hours this night, this week and four hours this night, this week. And it was a long process. And this album, I was like, I had just been writing songs after those EPs during COVID and where everything. And uh, I just wanted to play rock. And I was like, I want to play rock, like with my friends. Like, I don't want to be in a, that's what I'm used to doing. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm used to doing this thing. And so I had just been writing these songs and I talked to some of the guys and I was like, I just, I think I want to go in and record them. I was like, but I want to do it like the traditional way that I used to do it, which is like, all right, we're going to get studio time for this month and we're going to go in and we're going to crank this thing out. Um, And so I kind of had whittled down 
uh, you know, a big list of demos and kind of slowly went through them all and like finished writing what I needed to finish the lyrics or this bridge didn't feel right or something like that and kind of whittle it all into this focused like rock project. Um, I wrote a lot on piano. I wrote a lot of guitar stuff, just kind of started on acoustic even and then transferred over to the electric and just kind of took these ideas and and, and brought it into this rock world that like I kind of wanted to have fun in and kind of still kind of have songs that are a little different. You know, if you listen to the album, you can hear there's there's definitely a little bit of a journey you go on. Uh, but I think it's all pretty cohesive to this this songwriting side uh, and, you know, and telling some stories and uh, just having fun playing some rock and roll with all my actual best friends. So. I mean, you're living the dream, man. <laughs> living the dream. <laughs> Writing music with your best friends. And, and yeah, that's great. Um, you said there's, there's kind of stories in the songs. Are they fictional? Or are they, uh, you know, about real life instances? No. Or? Yeah. This, so this is, uh, Flamingo County is kind of this uh, state of mind, idealized place that is something that I had kind of came up with as this, on this kind of Florida hybrid, because I grew up in like Gulf Coast, like Bradenton, Sarasota. And we moved a lot as a kid, but that always felt like home. But then like my grandparents lived like a little further in the state. And so they had like a 20 acre ranch that was out in just like rural Florida. <laughs> and uh, and then living in Polk County for the last, uh, you know, what I've been here since 2005. So, you know, I'm um, 18 years or whatever. It's very yeah. central Florida. Um, and I love it. And so there's this combination of this, like what people think of as this classic Flamingo Gulf coast, Florida thing, but there's a whole other part of the state. That's like, not that. Um, and Lakeland kind of has this beautiful feeling of both this classic Florida town, but also this Polk County kind of rural outskirts of lakeland and other areas that are kind of fun and a little dirty and gritty and we do that too so uh i feel like the music kind of has this southern you know even coming for you just like we call it like kind of like a swamp rock kind of feel to it um and just kind of love that dig into kind of those southern influences here and there as well with just more of a straightforward like rock and then also just some classic rock queen type moments and stuff like that, man. It's kind of having fun. Like I said, just taking, taking things I love and trying to bring them to, to light now in a way that's like fun and current, I guess for me. So. Yeah. I mean, well, well Flamingo County, sounds like a place that I want to live. <laughs> I mean, I like it. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I try to want to, you know, say idealized. Um, oh, let me continue the Flamingo, Flamingo County explanation. So uh, these songs are kind of this journey of songs that I had been writing just personally, like very personal. This is a very authentic and true to me album. There's no, no real fiction here. It's just me kind of these moments on this journey of like growing into who I am as a person uh, out of, I guess, the boxes that we get put in in, in, in our childhood and growing up not in a way, I mean, it all depends on how your life is and what you do. But like for me growing up in like a very evangelical Christian culture for part of my youth or like my dad was a pastor and like the assemblies of God uh, all the way, even through, uh, you know, different kind of churches uh, growing up. So there's that side of things there's growing up in the South and like your cultural Southern roots and like how that influences you or, uh, you know, there's growing up listening to this kind of music or there's growing up believing this kind of, whatever about the world and your life and who you are, you know, it's like, I have to be this. I needed to go to college. I needed to do that. Um, and then like finding peace with yourself and like figuring out what you really want. So kind of, I guess that typical, 
late twenties journey, I can't, where you're willing to, uh, you know, ex- do some things and ask some real questions about yourself. Uh, but in hopes of finding this peace of mind, right. in this, this place where you're okay. Um, and so, you know, I sing about that in Flamingo County, like finding that peace of mind. And it, it really comes from an authentic place of kind of finding some comfort in like, I kind of landed for a moment on who I was and like, who I am and what I actually love and believe um, just for myself. And even if it's for a moment, even if it's for a day or a month, like I, I <laughs> and I, I think it's more than that. And I think you're in a constant state of growth, sure. but like in that season, I feel like I had this journey that we hear me kind of start with this declaration of, all right, what I really need to do is write songs and smoke weed. And like, I grew up getting all the things right. And fucking, I got all the blue ribbons. You know what I mean? I got good grades. I went to college and all that. And then like, but I went to play music and I fucking decided to pursue these things instead of like heading down the career path and what that looks like. Um, and like having to find this personal journey and every song kind of tells a little bit of a part of that figuring shit out until you get to the end. Um, and you kind of realize what I need to realize. You got to sit back and ride the waves, you know, you got to feel it and you got to just be present in the moment and like breathe and like, it's okay. Be yourself, like find your place and live there. Like it's okay. And, uh, and then get up and work hard every day and like be grateful, you know, and, and give some love. So yeah. some people <laughs> never find that though. It's, you know, it's crazy. I, it's, I feel like each season of life, you have to find it in a new way. Yeah. I think, I think now, my, you know, my next season is going to be like, every moment I can spend with my daughter will be the best thing in the world. And that's yeah. what I'll, right. So, um, but in this other season, it was just like, Oh, I feel okay with who I am. And I'm not afraid to, you know, talk to my family or this person or whatever about something that I feel or believe or am. Um, and, or just how I want to live my life as a fucking adult. Like I think because everything's, put online and shared in a way well i feel like it's reducing again <laughs> but for a long time it's just like if you're doing something you're sharing it you're posting it, you're talking about yourself and it's like i didn't feel like i could comfortably just share and talk about and do all the things that were me as i was going on these journeys you know i i got married very quick and very young early and that ended after like four months kind of thing uh it was and and that was my mid-20s and so then i started trying some psychedelics you know what i'm saying it's just kind of like I was like, well, we're going to start from square one. I don't fucking care about anything. Like, I got to figure out what I'm doing. Like, who am I? What am I even? Why did I even marry this person? I knew I shouldn't have married. A little reset. reset. Hit the reset button. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sometimes people never figure that out. And I mean, I don't know, man. Like, even for me, I, I I still like as as far as a career goes, like, you know, I feel like I'm in a place I never thought I would be in. Um, you know, I was always in media from, yeah. you know, day one of my, uh, professional career. And now I'm in, uh, the screen printing world. Um, but I definitely found like a place as a, as a father, um, mm. which you know, I find comfort in that. Yeah. Um, and my job allows me that one I have now allows me to be present in every, every way. And I never missed a, an appointment. Um, I coach my son's uh, soccer, not soccer team, uh, baseball team and basketball team. I've never missed a practice. I've never missed a game. And um, so it's funny how you, everything kind of mm. it does kind of yeah fall in, in it's, place. It's it, and I think and you uh, you hear it. It's cliche, right? But it's like never in the way you think it's gonna, no. right? 
Like I'm same thing with, with me, like career wise, like I never, I always worked jobs that would allow me the freedom to play music. Right. Yeah. Like that was just like the structure of why I did things, be it music or I worked for a moving company for years. Right. That was like, I was able to take days off if I absolutely needed to most of the time you got the weekends and you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, then I, you know, then restaurant work, of course. And then I actually, I caddied for six years at like a golf resort down here in Florida because big golf and family that I was raised in. So, you know, I, I was out there and like, again, that allowed me the time and freedom. If I was like, Hey, I gotta take these days to play or do whatever, which is how I did the album. It was summertime, which is slow season in Florida. Like everybody's playing everywhere else. It's beautiful. And it's hot, hot as shit down here, especially mm-hmm. in the middle of the state. So, uh, I was like, all right, great. So I was in the studio Monday through Thursday. And then I'd caddy on the weekends when there were actually guests out there. And like over the course of a month and a half month, I did the album, you know, and still even on the evening, sometimes on the weekends, if it was free, but like, you know, that's how I chunked it out. And so now I work in logistics. I work online. I work <laughs> mainly, I you know, I work remote. There's an office that's, you know, here in Lakeland as well. And I'll go in there one or two days a week, but I'm excited to have this job and I never thought that was what I want to be, but it's like, well, I can work remote. So like when my wife has this baby, I can work from home and be here and support and be helpful. And like, that's exciting. We, we've played out of town where it's like, Oh, okay. I've played a show and then I worked, you know, remotely. And like, you know, you just, you find ways to continue to do the things you love and then find peace, right? Like you find your peace that it's like, well, I'm here. You know, I can do this thing. You're screen printing, but you've never missed a practice. That's the shit. Like I want to yeah. be that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, um, it's good. It's all good. I'm not upset by it at all. Mm-hmm. Just, just wasn't what I thought it would be. I mean, if I had my way, I would have been, I would still be, um, the weekender would still exist. It was, yeah. it was like the, uh, entertainment weekly where it featured all the bars, restaurants, the bands playing where they were playing at. It was, it was the Bible, but then uh, the internet, I mean, internet was always around, but like social media came and that's where people like, well, I can, I, I can advertise my things on Facebook for free. And it's like, okay, yeah. cool. Well, well, fuck me then. Yeah. No. <laughs> and you're in radio. So one of my best friends who I went to college with was in radio. He did 10 years. He was, um, and kind of at a independent, like, I forget how many 14 different stations they had or whatever kind of thing, like a good, a good communications company. But like, yeah, after 10 years, it was just like radio, just, just continuing to go down, which is like tough. And, and it was, he was either going to have to work in like a genre he hated or doing something he didn't want with no actual like DJing. You know what I mean? You're just, (laughs) you're just a talk box for whoever is paying the most. So it's just like, he, he had to get out, but I mean, had went to college for broadcasting, spent all his time doing that. And it's just like, well, no, it's not going to (laughs) work. Like At the end, he was like, oof, it was done. But, uh, you know, just one of those things where he didn't expect to be in real estate, but now he has tons of free time and can work from home. He has two daughters at home, you know what I mean? And they're just like, it's good for his family. I think it's great that we all are able to, we're in a different time where like you can prioritize your family, like working yeah. as an adult. <laughs> in yeah, a way it's crazy. It's crazy to think about like, you know, back in the day, um, you know, oftentimes a woman still stayed at home and took care of the kids and the the, the man went out and worked yeah. and all that. And it's just, it's kind of crazy how it's, it's, um, and the, the fathers were never like really involved that much. Like they never, yeah. never changed a diaper or never, never did whatever. It's like what I would give to 
pass off a, a dirty diaper right now. <laughs> no, it's it is. It's very different. Um, I think I don't know. It's it's wild. You know, I think of like a Mad Men era, right? Where it's right. like you get on the train, you leave the house at seven thirty, and then you catch the train in, and then you're freaking there all day. You know, and then you go out for dinner and drinks, and you're home at seven. Off the yeah, it's just like that's wild. Hey kids, good to see you for half an hour. Now you're off to bed. Yeah. Mom's taking care of that too. It's just like, that seems wild, but it's very wild. real life, right? Very real yeah. life for, for a certain era. I think there were obviously always great dads that were wanted to be at home and be with their kids. Of course. And, yeah. And, and they were, I mean, and there's dads who were, you know, that worked those 12 hours and came home and still did. Were, what they could. Yeah. It's just, it was a different time. And I, I'm, but what I'm saying is I'm happy that it's like it is now. So. Oh, for sure. That's just like, it's, it's, it's fantastic that we have the opportunities that we are, you already have, I'm getting ready to have, you know, yeah. it's just like, and just, and for your you know, jobs too. I mean, um, you know, enables you to create music and write, write the album and, and yeah. continue doing what you love to do. Um, and it's, it said it was it's sonically inspired by, you know, Jimmy Eat World, uh, Foo Fighters, which I, I definitely heard, um, Andrew McMahon and Weezer. This is definitely like, yeah, that's a big, a big chunk of those kind of influences. Uh, again, there's this. And then I, I would also really heavily lean into like your your queen or your, like your singer songwriter, like a Billy Joel Elton John, because I, I think there's this balance of like the rock and roll that I loved which is that Jimmy World, Foo Fighters, Weezer, like just just rock that I loved. You know, it made sense. But still, like, I think, you know, obviously, lyrically, I really admire <laughs> a Jimmy World or a Weezer a lot. Nothing against Dave Grohl's lyrics, but, you know, I mean, I'm not listening to Foo to be emotionally stirred. Very Well, the later albums, oof, that last one, that'll get you. That'll yeah. get you right in the, ooh. oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think I want to tell stories. I like telling stories. I like being that songwriter, but I've always been a band guy. So it's like, I, I kind of was excited to try to merge those worlds. And I think that's where sometimes you have that kind of queen feeling of like, oh, this is a guy behind a piano, but there's this full ass rock band hitting these beautiful things behind him. I don't know. And I think we really leaned into those influences in a way where it's like, it's a serious tip of the hat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, but I don't think like it was anything. It's all in fun. Like it's, it's not uh, ever taking itself too seriously. Right. Which I think is, is fun. Can so. I tell you who I heard a lot of in yeah. the song coming for you? <clears throat> I hope this isn't like an insult. I mean, I love this band. So uh, theory of a dead man. Huh. That's interesting. I have, boy, Theory of a Dead Man. It's been a while since. Uh... There's a specific song. I can't remember what the, the song is called. If I think of it, if I can find it, I will uh, I'll send it to you. Yeah, shoot it my way. But, uh, yeah. I heard the song. I'm like, this sounds like a little bit like this. Man. So, yeah, Theory of a Dead Man. I love that band. Well, I should say I love their first like two or three albums <laughs> the early version of that band was everything you wanted right there you yeah, go it was i've yeah. never really listened to them i mean i know i know some singles and i know exactly who you're talking about i'm trying to think it's like i i can't tell you if i've ever sat down and put an album on and i'm an album guy so yeah now i'm looking at sorry i'm pu pulling the phone out to like double check what's double check on. what I'm trying to think of singles of uh every dead man yeah I don't even know if it was like a, a, a like a main single that no, I. No, but I'm trying to think of what like theory. Oh did. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would like I hear it and be like oh yeah 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 that's it. yeah you would know it to hear it but um 
while you're looking for that, I mean, do you think you are better as a solo musician or do you think you're better as a band guy? I think so. What I'm finding and what I'm loving about what we've done is that like, so I, I wrote all these songs, but always with the intention of like, Hey, I want to record these with you guys. Like when I realized I wanted to do that, it was like, well, Micah who's played drums with me in the last two bands I was in before this. And it's like, one of my best friends in the world. And it was like, well, Micah's doing drums on everything. And we did all the pre-production and demos with Micah. And then like uh, Josh played guitar in those same two bands with Micah and me. So like we have all been playing music together, me and those two guys, uh, 10 years, you know, 12 years. So 12 years, 12, 13 years. Yeah, it's been a while. It's just long enough that we have a real cohesiveness and I trust them and and we feel very good together on stage. And so Josh came in and played lead guitar on like four songs and that like fit his style that were that very Foo Fighters, Jimmy World Rock songs in the album. Um, and so and Tired, the last song, he did that really cool country solo. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the bass player is my best man at my wedding, Rick, who's a great guitarist, played guitar on Deconstruction and on uh, All My Friends Are Selling Out. Um, and so just like assembling this team of like my friends. Um, and then now that we've been playing out, you know, for a couple of years and we are as cohesive as we are, it's like I call them the Flamingo County players like live. I, I came up with that. I call them that in the studio. I call them that live. Um, and so like going forward we are a band like consider us tom petty and the heartbreakers or like <laughs> you know what i mean or or uh they are the silver bullet band to my bob seeger okay. the e streets to my bruce springsteen if you will i'm not trying to put myself on those guys levels but what i'm saying is that, I understand. Like, you're not going to see bruce springsteen and not seeing the e street band like generally <laughs> unless you right. went broadway or something right so um that's that's what it is like we are a team now so i'm excited to take my song ideas forward and now instead of like you're playing for these four you're playing for these four like ah here's the demos but we're all gonna get in the same room and like make this happen as a band so i'm i'm going to take the leadership role still you know and, and be that it's still be matthew lowry and the flamingo county players but we are definitely like because I am a band guy and it's so nice to have like a team with you, but as a creative artist, it's even more comforting to have a team of people who believe in your vision. Um, but having that band allows it to, I'm not going to be like selfish or greedy with like, no, these are my songs and they're going to go my way. Uh, it's like, no, 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 let's work on it. Let's talk about it. Let's make it fun. We're, we're all very into, well, almost all of us are very into like prog and like, you know, and different levels. Like I like to go back to like old school, like Genesis Prog. Genesis is one of my favorite bands. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, oh yeah. But like my dad loved Genesis. And so I love Genesis. And so there's just some smart pop music that is still rock and roll and has these elements. And I'm like, I want to like get my chance to like be the Phil Collins who is, who is uh, he's up there. He's in those top like five, like if you want to have dinner with or like play around a golf with people like Phil is on that list for me <laughs> dude I, I remember when i first heard i can't dance i don't even know how old i was but that dude, was that, like that music video that oh freaking music God. video <laughs> but the song i just remember like and i've always been a music guy but i can't i can't perform i can't like that's just not in my brain and that's why i love doing this because i get to like have an attachment to it but like 
I just remember like, like I would make my friends like if I was over their house, like we gotta listen to the radio in hopes that the song came on. Like, oh yeah, oh it was such a good song. And I remember like I got a I I, I must have been like maybe ten when like my aunt and uncle got me a a VHS a VHS tape of yeah. Phil Collins. Like I'm like what. I think they thought maybe I was weird, like being that young and like wanting like this Phil Collins. We are, but we are friends, bro. Like we are, fr- like I used to have my Phil Collins T.I. World. I I went and saw him live when he came a couple years ago. I didn't get to see Genesis. They didn't come to Florida. They came to North Carolina, and I was like, I wanted a road trip. And like literally, one of my greatest life regrets is that my buddy and I didn't road trip to see Genesis. Like on that last world tour they did. God, they're so it's so great. Like you go back and like. I'm fairly certain Invisible Touch album came out like the month I was born. Like, like it's one of those things where I feel like that album and I share a real connection. And that's not even like the best Genesis record, but it's like one, it's in my heart as like this thing. I know every freaking moment of that album. God, I love that album. Yeah. I'm even, even the We Can't Dance album going through the song list now. I'm like, I mean, obviously, he knows me, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what a freaking song, bro! What a freaking song! I mean, I can't dance. Obviously, the highlight, but like, yeah, Jesus knows me. Um, I mean, tell me why? And I'm, I'm trying to like dig deep in my brain now, trying to remember how these songs even go because it's been a minute since I've listened to these these songs. Kind of mine is a hell of a starter. Yeah, I mean, it's a great album. I I, ugh, I love it. There's a lot of very like so I'm on Reddit and like the Genesis subreddit, and there's a, definitely a lot of like very elite like late Genesis is bullshit. Like none of that. Like I mean, there's a, and not even like Peter Gabriel elitists that are like that's I'm like because that's not the best. There's great stuff there, and I love Peter Gabriel did, but like man, I think every era of Genesis just has this beautiful. They all have their beautiful moments. There's all wonderful things. Oh, what a it's what a fun ride that band's discography is. I love yeah. them so much. So all that to say, I'm better in a band, bro. Like I'm trying to be the Phil Collins in my own band. All I'm right, I love it. it. But I I'm a keyboard it. player, so I'm the Tony Banks role as <laughs> in songwriting. So, but I mean, I play the rhythm guitar as well. So like sometimes I'm writing on guitar and it's that Dave Grohl driving rock. And sometimes I'm writing on piano and it's Billy Joelish or some, or Andrew McMahon. It's something corporate, you know? And so it's just like, I don't, um, it's, it's tough. I'm trying to learn to stay in a lane kind of, or make my own lane in a way that's like, all right, I've already kind of paid an homage and nodded to these styles. Like how can I focus in for like the future? So we're like, honing in to do something uh hopefully start recording next summer um like a get an ep and like crank that out together because now that we're banned like and <laughs> now that we're in a band mentality and we're like all focused it's very nice to um have had this album be received well enough that like we're getting a lot more offers to play a lot more shows and like okay oh this is what this guy is and this is what these guys do and 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 i think the band side of that will help as well uh, as people realize it's not just like me up there, like with my piano or something. It's like, no, we're like a wall of sounds. That's what we keep here. Like live. It's like this very big, there's six of us up there. You know what I mean? Like it's bringing the noise. And so it's fun. It's fun. It's definitely, I'm a band guy, but I That's just cool. happen to be the front man. <laughs> well, that was my question too. I'm like, are you, are you trying to sneak in uh, some, a bunch of shows uh, in the next three months? man well that's you know what's wild is that like you know we had booked out some stuff 
um had a band we were going to do some stuff with that unfortunately had to pull out which is tough um but we still got some good run of shows in and then our one guitarist he's actually out on the road with this artist he's another artist he's played with for like 10 years and so they're out for like a month so he's like all right well we can't book anything for you know pretty much all of october after the first you know two weekends um or november and then it's like thanksgiving and stuff so i don't know we're, we're working on some stuff we have some january shows booked uh and then obviously like february i don't believe unless it's like the best offer in the world i don't see me doing much for for february we're just gonna be like in that last month getting everything prepped and then uh yeah definitely taking a few months with my wife and child uh and everyone else can just go away (laughs) (laughs) i think i'll write a lot then though too i feel like i will have a lot of like turn my keyboard on real low yeah add the acoustic and just like have that time where it's just like okay what a beautiful season of life. Like allow me to try to capture some of the emotions or things that I'm feeling in this time. So, yeah. uh, So that'll be good. Yeah. And babies, well, they're supposed to, they should sleep a lot. So, I mean, you'll still be able to like, yeah, baby goes down for a nap, work on some tunes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Cook a lot of food. Try to support the missus. <laughs> are you a, are you a cooker? You like to cook? Oh, the... very much so. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I am the cook in the house. Although I, I will give my wife credit. Like, I mean, when I met her, she microwaved like pasta sauce out of the jar. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> it was on that base level of like, this is where our cooking skills are. Uh, now she's like, she finds a meal she wants to cook, and she looks at the video, and she gets the yeah. ingredients, and she takes the time, and like Sunday sauce. So yeah, but I mean, it's not. It's not like she does it every night, but like I give her credit. She has become a good cook, but I am the like four or five nights a week. I'm making dinner kind of guy. So what are you making? I like it. I control it. Um, Let's see. What did I make tonight? Oh, I cheated tonight. Like Publix has these like uh, these mussels in sauce that are frozen. Like, you know, they have and I need, so I saute those in different pans and then I did linguine. But then I put the pasta in with the sauce and the mussels and kind of seasoned it and cooked it a little together. So it was like a little pasta seafood dish. But like I did, I did, I did pasta the other night too. I was like just cutting up chick. I like, you know, sauteed some garlic and, and some other, what else did I put in there? Some peppers and then cook some chicken in that. And I kind of pour off that base and then I put some sauce in and, and let the chicken cook in that sauce that could also soak in. Um, and then did some like rigatoni. And then I kind of put some, some of the juice back in there and let it kind of cook up, thickened up a little bit. And yeah, just kind of had a little pasta action going on there. I like Brussels sprouts. Okay. And I, so I some good greens. So like I did some balsamic vinegar Brussels sprouts today with some of the leftovers. You know, it's just good stuff. Yeah. We used to, before we had children, we used to do Blue Apron because ah. I mean, I'll, like, I, I'm That's not from nice. scratch. I'm not doing it. Like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just not. <laughs> I need to be directed. I need to be given the the yeah. ingredients. Um, but my wife still always did more of the cooking than I ever did. But I mean, I could follow directions. In they fact, make it I'm pretty probably, simple in that way, though, right? Like they're pretty straightforward. Yeah, it was always good. It was always good food, and it was always a, a good amount for both of us. But I mean, <laughs> you'll find out. You know, uh, especially when they're first born, you'll be doing a lot of takeout. Uh, maybe you'll be smart enough to do some like, you know, prepping while they're sleeping and things like that. Yeah. But then they start playing sports and it's like, OK, well, what are we doing for dinner tonight? Domino's. <laughs> um, my wife had a, yeah, my wife had a, 
uh, a funeral to attend tonight, unfortunately, and um, my children got uh, frozen uh, ravioli and uh, sauce from a jar. It's quick. Hey. It was easy. I mean, the kid had home to do. Like, you know, we it had happens, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is what it is. You'll find out. You'll find out. Oh, listen, Ralph's does some frozen lasagnas that I will put in the Yeah. Food. I mean, uh, that's my that's probably my favorite sauce out of a jar. I we do Rouse and don't gross those a lot. So I gotta I gotta give Publix credit. They do keep us stocked in some bougie pasta situations. So yeah, it's not cheap. No, it's but it's so worth it. Like in my head, I'm like, for the three extra dollars or four extra dollars that I'm paying for this jar of sauce, I will be so much happier. <laughs> while i'm eating it it's like i will sacrifice that yeah. from some other part of my life to have good sauce but that's just it's the one thing that I, I like i always had a stronghold in i think my mother-in-law like didn't understand it she was like well could she like maybe bring something over or whatever it's like oh matthew doesn't eat ragu and it's like what and it's like listen i don't like it no i'm not gonna eat it and it's no offense to you but i just <laughs> prefer to not um I don't mind Publix brand. Okay, it's not too bad. But like, yeah, honestly, like I'm, I love the Rouse. I love the Del Grosso. So those are my two that I good. go to. You a big pizza guy? Yeah, yeah. We have some good spots too. We have some good spots. So it depends on, and, and it's different in the mood. Do you want like brick oven pizza? Do you want like a classic like New York style Italian pie? You know, what do you want? Uh, you know, well, what's your I was saying more, are you making it yourself, pizza guy? Oh, I, every now and then, uh, we'll get the dough. I don't make the dough, but I buy, they sell like pre-made pizza dough. But what I like to do, ah, one of my wife's favorite things that I do, so I'll do like a Alfredo seafood pizza. And so I'll, I'll saute uh, scallops and spinach and uh, shrimp and kind of do this whole thing over here. And then I'll have like an Alfredo sauce base that I put in there and I make like a garlic butter and then I'll pour that around kind of the crust area, but I'll just do like an Alfredo base and then put the seafood and then the spinach and mozzarella on top of that and um, crushed red peppers or sometimes some actual like red pepper in there that I'll saute too. Um, yeah. And then just put a little like sriracha on that and it's like game changer seafood pizza. Well, NEPA is like the self-proclaimed uh, pizza capital of the world and maybe old Ford specifically, but NEPA pizza is pretty uh, phenomenal. Huh. I need to. I need to do that next time. I'm a, so yeah, Pennsylvania. I went to high school in Pennsylvania. My mom still lives in Pennsylvania. Where? Where in Pennsylvania? Okay, so over uh, in Bedford County, south of Altoona. Okay, so not that far. Yeah. No. Not at all. That's why I was like, when you said it earlier, you're like, oh, the office. It's like, no, no, no. I live. Like, <laughs> even watch the office. I, 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 I haven't either. Exactly I haven't either. Um, I've seen plenty of episodes, plenty of episodes, right? I've even tried the season one run through like twice and it just never stuck enough for me to be like, I'm committed to watching this show. And I know I'm missing out on like hilarity. I'm sure. Same. But when, I, when it came out, my, I was 22, I want to say ish. And my, just my, my head was not ready for that type of comedy. <laughs> I think it's ready now. I, I've, I've watched episodes in full but never a season in full. Mm -hmm. um, and I've enjoyed it. I just, I, I don't know. They're talking about a reboot for that. And I don't know how that's even possible because the stuff that they did, you know, in 05-ish or whatever, you yeah. can't do that now. That's, you can't do it. I mean, I think there's always, man, comedy is so tough. 
because like I think there's always going to be a way for people to be funny, no matter what the circumstances are, right? I think, but I also think that part of being funny is that you're always on a line anyway. Like, like I think you're always kind of dancing in that area where it's like it has to be that way to be authentically like from the gut funny on some kind of level. Um, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a comedian. I don't proclaim to be a comedian. I love comedy and respect com. Like I feel like so many musicians love comedy and so many comedians love music. And yeah, I feel like for I'm sure. in that world where it's like I just I love and I'm obsessed with comedy. Um, but like, but think about when, think about the last good comedy that you've seen, uh, but define like what movie or TV show or what? Like movie, like good comedic movie, like laugh, like, like kind of, um, you know, pushes the boundaries. Like it's probably over the line, but like, you know, it's just, it's just jokes. It's just comedy. Like, it's not like, think about that. Hmm. Last good comedy movie you've seen? Man, I feel like I have seen some great, some great comedies in the last few years. But I'm trying to, man, I used to be so good with movies and I've watched so fewer. I'm more interested in watching older movies I haven't seen than like more recent movies is my problem. Um, man, now you got me thinking. It's like, what's so, the, I'll, I'll name some. Well, man, there are some though. I know I've laughed my ass off at some stuff in the last few years, but it's like, now I got to think about it. But like, um, forty year old virgin, uh, super bad. <laughs> the uh, hangovers, <laughs> the hangovers. Um, your old schools, your wedding crashers, wedding right? crashers. Yeah. Like, like that's your like those those type like like early mid two thousands was they, they were classics. Uh, Anchorman. Yes, for sure. But I mean, I will say this. The people who made those comedies in that era, right? They weren't able to make Caddyshack, or they weren't able to make uh, uh, Animal House, or you know what I mean. Like some of the stuff in those movies is like so much more removed in an inappropriate way than they were able to do in that time. And again, yeah. I, I think we're always going to find it like there are always going to be checks and balances. We're always going to obviously grow as a society and a culture. And so like, if you want universal comedic appeal, obviously it has to appeal on a comedic level to a lot of people. Uh, And so I think, I think comedy, we're always going to have to find a way to laugh. Like even people in the most dire circumstances, like, like laughter is their like tool, right? You have to find, I mean, in the darkest places in my life, I have still made some of the fucking best jokes but they were so dark. That's why my wife and I, like we share dark comedic humor as one of our things. It's Us like, too, yeah. I will say the worst joke to you so soon <laughs> after this terrible event. And yeah. like, and I know that you won't judge me for it. Now right. I feel like it's been like one time where she's been like, Nope, that's too far. That. She's a little too, <laughs> but only once. And so like, I feel, I feel good that in our whole relationship that, We've only hit the too far line once, and it was from me, not her, because she's yeah. than I am. So it's it's <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. Now, so all that to say, I think we'll always find comedy. God, now I'm trying to think of like newer movies I've watched as I of ch- late. I challenge you to name one good comedy in the last three to five years. See, but now I don't want to go on a hunt, but I feel like I have to go on a hunt to be like, 
yo, this shit was hilarious. I'm just trying to think, like, I, even myself. Like, I mean, I love comedy. Like, I, I'm just yeah. like you. I mean, like, some of my favorite comedians. Like, well, I'll talk about comedians. You can look for your your movie. Um, but obviously, I'm Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, um, Shane Gillis. I'm going to see him in November. I can't wait. Um, even Whitney Cummings is hilarious. Chris Rock, good. Um, Are you a Kyle Kinane guy? Do you like Kyle Kinane? Do you know I've never Kyle? heard of that name before. Oh my! You need to write. I'm writing it down. Kyle Kinane. Can you spell I've been funny? listening to his albums for like. I mean, I used to like like ten years ago. He had this whiskey Icarus. Whiskey Icarus was like his first like album that I heard by him, and like. I was immediately hooked. I was like, this fucking guy is amazing. He's like an old like punk rock fan. And he talks, he talks like this man. And he's real excited. And I'll tell you the story about how he's just an old guy in vans. And like, it, but it, it's, he's, his comedy is fucking genius. He's hilarious. Sorry. I love me some Kyle Kinane. Well, uh, that's he's very, very. I funny. almost like going to see comedy shows more than I like seeing music shows. And I'm a huge music fan. Don't be wrong. With I age, love music. Like as, you, as it's gone. Yeah, but like I mean, like I, I, I saw Sebastian and Maniscalco, and I, I mean, I, I just like you laugh for if they're if they're there for an hour, I laugh for oh, yeah. an hour. Like when I see a show, I mean, I, I, I mean, as as a, as a forty year old man <laughs> who I'm, I'm not very like, um, I don't know how to say this. I'm not very. I don't show a lot of emotion per se. So it's like, I'm at a show. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm watching this show happen. I appreciate yeah. the music. I appreciate the uh, uh, talent, all that kind of stuff. Like I, I've, I cry at almost every show. I've cried at a blue October show. I've cried at um, death cat for cutie. I've tried hmm. at incubus shows. I cry. I would, just, I would just, cry at a death cat for cutie show. God, I would cry at a death cat show. <laughs> But I'm a like, crier though. But... I am too. I'm, I'm a I'm a very emotional person. But like, uh, I mean, I love to laugh. I mean, like, and to be at a comedy show and laugh for an hour straight, like that's fun. Not that that's a show fun. is not fun. Like, I mean, no, I no, no. Fun. It's different though, and different. I agree. I uh, I got it. Dave Chappelle's like coming to Tampa, and like, le- he's a god to me. I watch every. I love Chappelle, and like, I. I wanted to just splurge on the tickets, but they're so expensive. And I yeah, just don't. Yeah. But we are going to see um, Taylor Tomlinson. We've got tickets for her and it got rescheduled from the spring to the fall. And so that's in like less than a month and a couple of weeks. She's coming to Tampa and she's very, very, very funny. So going to see Taylor. Taylor Tomlinson. Okay. Tomlinson. I'll check that yeah. out too. She's on Netflix for sure. Okay. Um, God, yeah. Some. I love that comedy is is also like it, it just like music. Like people have these comedians, and there's overlap. Like Bill Burr's hilarious, right? I love Bill Burr, but Pete Holmes is my favorite stand-up comedian. You know Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes. He's like we have the same energy, so that's why I love him. I, why I am I not? I'm him. trying to blank. I don't know why. So he did a TV show called Crashing on HBO for three seasons uh, that Judd Apatow actually like produced and did with him um, about becoming a stand-up. Okay, uh, I recognize his face. I don't. I'm not. He has a podcast called You Made It Weird. It's it's a it's just a very same very free form, but he'll go like two and a half hours. <laughs> like I listened to him and Keenan talk for two and a half hours the other day, and I was like, this is beautiful. Like I wanted to hear all these stories. 
<laughs> and uh, but he's a his kind of comedy and stand up is very. My wife's talking about this the other day. It's like he's silly and kind of goofy, but in a way that's like, and it's it's not like childish. It, I mean, it is everything's childish if you like look at it from a different perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And so some of it's like, you ever think about the fact that like. Brad Pitt still has to look at the fucking toilet paper after he wipes his ass. Like he has to make sure it's all gone. He does like, and that's yeah. probably, not, I don't even know if that's the right actor or the, but the, the, the context of that joke is that like, everybody's got to do it. Like yeah. all got to look at the paper and go, Oh, I'm done. There's no more down there. <laughs> like <laughs> that's the best comedy relatable comedy. It's like, like absurd. Just, like just, yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah that's the best. That's fun. the best. Fun. I'm trying to think of. Uh, I mean, there's Burt Kreischer. Not a fan of Burt Kreischer. I I've watched one Burt Kreischer special. It was like, yeah, that was that was funny for sure. But like, I don't. I'm not on the. Uh, I'm not necessarily on the raw energy of comedy. Right. Super his, his and laugh. He's funny, but it's. I'm not finding myself like seeking that out. Well, I love like I love listening to him on podcasts when he's when his podcasts or guests. I I like listening to him that way, but like huh. I don't like his I don't like his laugh. Uh, even Tom Segura, I think he's funny and like, but like I'm not like I don't laugh laugh like with him. Yeah, but but yeah, and again we've we've got off topic. We've got off we've we've gone away from Matt we- Lowry. It's almost like we're enjoying this conversation with each other. I, I love it. Like I told you before, I hope that we stay connected after this. I feel like I really gained a friend this evening. Uh, anytime that there's someone who you can share Pennsylvania with, there's always going to be some sort of connection. I feel. Yeah. Like. I mean, if you have like a personal Facebook page or Instagram page, let's yeah, connect. Yeah, yeah. Let's connect. I, I, I do. I do want to stay connected with you for sure uh, after this conversation because I, I, th- I feel like we are. We, we, it's like the Step Brothers movies. Have we just become best friends? We, yep. become best friends. we did it. Yep. We came, we saw, we became best friends. But I don't want to take up your entire night. I mean, you're oh, probably, yeah. your wife's probably asleep from based on what you said before. Um, oh, yeah. We're, I'm free. I'm, I'm here to do whatever. Yeah, but you could be doing so many different things better than talking to, <laughs> to me, right? It's 10.06 on a Thursday. Uh, it's, it is October 12th. This will probably come out in... Like the last week of October, just just I'm just putting out there from a reference for anyone yeah. listening. It, it, this is a recorded a little bit in advance, but like, uh, let's get back to your your stuff real quick. I, I want to make sure we cover all of that because that's the most important part. That's why we're here. I know. <laughs> it's been a podcast about being a father and like life, dude. I, that's why I love this. I love the fact that we can get off on you know different topics, yeah. uh, but of course, I want to talk about. Um, you know, the important yeah, things yeah. in your life, you know, and it's gonna, it's being a husband, it's gonna, it's, it's being becoming a father in a few months. Um, but talk about the, um, you know, it's obviously this day and age, creating a music video for your, your songs is a lot more realistic than it was 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. You know, 20 years ago, you could, you know, if you were making a CD, you were like, oh, this guy must be big time. He's putting out a CD. Like, okay. But we're, we're talking about doing videos now. Um, I have to check out the one for all my friends think I'm sell out. All my friends are selling out. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, the song I, I I did listen to the song. I didn't know this video, but the song I feel like belongs in a teen movie. You know, it was like those like an American Pie or uh, not another teen movie things like I love that. It. Oh know? God, put me in an American Pie movie and 
Speaking of old movies that aren't getting made anymore. Dude, I'm this I'm this close. I'm this close to having an interview with uh Thomas Ian Nicholas. Uh, yes. Yeah. I have a direct I have a direct line. I'm I'm in a like the guy from Don't Panic set me up with him. I've been kind of ghosted the last two texts. I'm trying not to be like annoying or things like that because, but like, I mean, like he's like my fucking hero to a degree. I, I grew up with him between yeah. rookie of the year and the rookie, American pies. We were Cubs fans, bro. Like my dad grew up a Cubs fan. Cause in Florida, they had WGN. So as a kid in like Brayden in Florida who loved baseball, he got to watch the Cubs play all the time. So like I grew up a Cubs fan and we, in Pennsylvania, you used to road trip over to like Chicago and we'd go to Wrigley. So like rookie of the year came out and I'm like eight years old or whatever. Right. And, I, and it's like Henry Roland Gardner. I'm Matthew Hengelberger. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Holy shit. I want to be Holy this shit. Garden hoser. <laughs> Garden ho- That's the jokes I got in little. Right. It, was oh, just, it was just rookie of the year jokes all the fucking through the little. I didn't Schneider. Uh, it was great. God, Hinkle. yeah, Tommy C and Nick, that'd be sick, bro. That'd oh, be it would awesome. be so good. I, I mean, like that would be like, I've interviewed some great, from great guests. I've interviewed uh, Art from Everclear. I've interviewed some. Oh people hell from, yeah, bro, that's sick. Yeah, I, uh, the Verve Pipe. Uh, nice. What's his name? I forget. Uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, mm-hmm. so I, I, the the lead singer from Cold Scooter. Um, well, yeah, Thomas would be like. Yeah, that for me that would be like, oh man. So we'll see. How do we get there? Oh, uh, yeah. But so I think you're that, oh, that's some, <laughs> that's movie. that should be in a, a teen type of movie. Um, but videos, right? Um, yeah. you know, are these important to you? Um, why did you do it? Uh, and talk about specifically the um, coming for you video, yeah, for sure. Um, so I think, well, as we talked about earlier, like growing up in the era we did, right? Like, like music videos were such a huge part of being a kid in the '90s who loved rock and roll yeah. and early 2000s and stuff like that. And and Fiona, Fiona Apple. <laughs> oh man, Jeez. <laughs> and that's that's the thing. It's just like so. Like for me, the Foo Fighters were always the best example of a band who was like having so much fun in their videos, even when this song was so like straightforward, serious and rock and roll. Right. And I am, I am not a serious person. I am, I have serious conversations and I have serious thoughts, but in by my nature, I just kind of have fun and I like to have fun and enjoy it. And I'm goofy. And so are my friends. And so when I was, I had written the song and before we even like tracked it, even in pre-production, and I could hear how it sounded in my head, I knew I wanted it to be this like celebration of like that Flamingo County thing of like, ah, it's like this backwoods Polk County party, but also like this weird jackass style competition. <laughs> um, and so I um, I just had that idea and I even wrote it. Like if you look at this, I took a picture of the whiteboard I had put up to like plan the whole album, what I was going to do. And I had three videos that I wanted to shoot. And like one of those, it's Flamingo County games is what I wanted to do for coming for you. Like I just knew that's, that's what I wanted it to be. Oh, the Flamingo County games, just these dudes out there doing this weird competition. Uh, And so I, when I went to uh, my buddy, Aaron, who um, sings in Copeland and he's a good friend of mine. And so he is a wonderful artist. He is a creator. He does a lot of visual stuff for all his work. Um, 
And so he's, a, but he's a good friend of mine. He's become a very good friend over the last few years. And he did a video for another friend of ours uh, called Jenny D and had showed me that. And I loved it. And I, 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 he had, he's, you know, it was one of those where I was like, Hey, would you ever want to have some fun and shoot like a really like easy, good time video. And it's for all my friends are selling out was my idea. I was like, I just want to do it in like a garage. And he already liked that song when we like listened through the album and stuff. And he's like, Oh, I've got this great idea. Like we can use my garage and we'll like do this thing. And so we kind of planned that out. And at the night that we were planning out that video, I started talking to him about like, Hey, if you're going to do this one, like I would love you to do this other video coming for you that I like really have in mind and kind of threw the ideas out. And so we're just listening to vinyl records and sipping on wine and, and talking about video ideas. And it was like, I was like, I want that goofy, fun, like 90s rock and roll video where it's like songs rock and roll, but like everything in the video is just super, just having a good time. Like I want people to, like you said, you're like, seem like I was chill and wants to have a good time. And it's like, that's authentically me. Like I would get together with my friends and do some dumb shit like that. Cause why not? So, um, so like those videos were both shot in like four hours tops, like Video one, we showed up at like 7 30, 8, 8 a.m. We set up all the gear in the garage. We shot all the shot all the stuff. We moved stuff around. We got the different shots. We were out of there by 12 30, you know, 12, 12 30. That's uh, awesome. And then same for coming for you. Uh very lucky. My father-in-law has this like piece of land. And when I was out there, I was like, you know, this would be perfect for a music video. Like, I was like, this is the Flamingo County Games. They'll totally let me use this big, like, field that we use. So, sure enough, he was super supportive. And, like, I went to Lowe's. I bought that big old plastic strip for the slip and slide, which we have since used again at, like, a Labor Day thing we did in my backyard. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we just came up with fun games. I had those old guitars that we, like, threw as, like, the, like, javelin type thing. Yeah. I had literally been sitting on those for like five or six years easily and it was like i'm gonna use these one day for something like i have this weird like i know that one day i can use this cool old guitar even if i just have to destroy it in a video and like that day came and sure enough that guitar broke as soon as i threw it we had (laughs) we had two out there and the one i threw on the first take literally landed and just broke Mm -hmm. and i was like well we got the take out of it that's all we needed it for so it was fun so we all went out there we had a case of bush light in the cooler and we were all just it was like i cracked a beer like 7 30 in the morning and i was like well I hope my father-in-law doesn't think less of me. <laughs> it's for the art, you know? It's for the art. No, he he got it. nothing but love out there, man. It was fun. And then we just, we had a good time. The saddest part is that, um, so we have like a, we all changed clothes and then shot like a crowd scene of people cheering. And it was like, you know, most of us are in it, but me and Josh, who plays guitar, we both brought dresses to dresses and I let my hair down and it was like, Oh, we're going to be the girls in the crowd that are like stoked. And so he like put all this makeup on and we had dresses and like, we're jumping and cheering and like, not, not none of that made the video. So I like, I got all prettied up in a dress and was jumping around for, for, for a good reason, but it was very freeing and it was super hot after shooting all that stuff. So I kind of wore the dress for a while and I loved it. And I could understand why like Kurt Cobain wore a dress on stage. Boy, I I might I might have to bring it back one day. This is like this is my comfortable dress for my yeah. rock and roll show. <laughs> no, it was it was cool. A lot, a lot of track and field type of games, uh, soccer, volleyball, 
Um, and that 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 slip inside. I mean that that hit home for me. I was just uh, on a, a summer family vacation back in uh, July, I want to say. Um, so we had our so it's like uh, my son because my daughter was still not even one years old yet, or maybe she was one, whatever. Um, but my son, um, my brother's daughter, uh, my other brother's uh, the, the girl he's seeing has two kids. And we did a, a giant slip inside, big black tarp. And yeah. the kids, it was the first, the, the kids loved it. You know, soap, water, yep. you know, it was old school. Um, my cousin, who's like early 30s, decided he was going to do it. He woke up the next day realizing he's in his 30s. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, all that I just connected with a lot. Just, just, it was a lot of fun to watch. It was, it, it, you guys all seemed like you were having a great time too. And again, back to what I was saying before, I, I, I was part of a, a music video and I respect the, the the whole process a lot. Like you're saying it was only four hours, which is phenomenal. I mean, my day was 12. The band's oh. day was far like longer than that. Um, I've done those videos like back with like other bands where it's yeah. like show up and it's a full shoot and they're doing it. And it's like, a, it is everything. And I, oh yeah. And I, but I think we were like, very lucky that like we did it so DIY that we were able to get it done in four and a half, five hours. Uh, but it was still like, all right, we're going to do this 20 freaking times and you're going to do this over. Like I belly flopped on that freaking water slide multiple times. And I, you want to talk about waking up the next, that wake yeah. up the next day, man, my legs, my gut, like Josh, yeah. uh, when he hurdles the freaking sawhorse and like yeah. Yeah, yeah, it falls. Yeah. Dude, that's legit. Like his knee when he hit it on the, he's like it hurt for weeks. Like, I could tell. I could tell up. you guys. You guys laughed. I could tell. Like that was like not the plan, and you guys were just like it was like a genuine laugh. Like, like oh my god, I can't believe that happened. I was so glad. It was funny because I saw it in the video, and I'm like, you know what? I love that it's in there because we really did not think because I we had all a couple of us had done the hurdles right, so it was like okay, you did one and you did one and we made it and it was great. And like, he went for it and just beefed it hard. And it was even funnier to see from our angle. Cause you know, you kind of, he disappears and then comes back yeah. up. Right. And we just see him like, eat it. <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> uh, Micah did yeah. a flip over one and landed on his back. And that I can't, I want the B roll. I keep telling Aaron, I was like, I need, I'm going over this weekend. I need to get it. I've been bringing it, I've been bringing a hard drive. It's like, I need the footage, man. I need all the, all the extra damage. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. That's so uh, good. And it just, again, it looked, you know, the music's good. You guys are just having a good time. The the videos are cool. Um, I mean, I mean, you're nailing it. You, you, you have this whole like Flamingo County and the, the portrayal of this this just this vibe and this this scene and it's just it's everything everything has i think has just come together exactly how you had planned well thank you that means it literally means the world to hear that man yeah it means so, a lot uh, i mean i think it's fun to know that it's actually been taken that way and that yeah and, dude i get people like send me flamingo shit all the time now or like pictures of things that are happening and i'm like all right, so everybody like gets it now. Like, it's gonna be weird to like shift, <laughs> like whatever the next thing is. It's like I've been in this flamingo county mindset for three years now, so yeah. it's uh, and even longer with the writing. It's like five years since some of these songs, you know, first got written or started getting written. So 
it's been it's been um it's been an interesting journey and i really love i, I love hearing that it's been received and understood for what it is which is yeah. just like setting a mood you know what i mean it's just like embracing that thing that's great so, I, th- I think we talked about it already um but really really quick you know talk about what you have lined up for the rest of the year um obviously the beginning of next year is going to be uh you know sporadic maybe because you know your your wife is due uh, around february late february yeah. so um talk about what's next for the band um and uh, then what where people can find you yeah uh so like i said it's we're maybe working on a couple more like some florida shows here coming up over the next you know into the year um the the pregnancy thing kind of got thrown in with all the planning when it was all going down for shows and runs and things like that. So, uh, you know, less shows are booked for the fall than maybe would have been. We're going to do some stuff in January. Uh, we're going to play a festival here in Lakeland. That's like a one day festival that we do. Uh, we're going to play up in Orlando with some friends, uh, band that I used to play with a couple years back. Uh, they're kind of getting back together and playing at a, at a good venue up in there. And so those will get announced. There's some other Florida stuff in the works, but yeah, um then you know a couple months off february march april <laughs> probably uh but the plan is to be doing a nice little run in the summertime next year uh we've got some other bands in florida and we plan to make some runs in the southeast kind of thing and then like i said i'll be doing a lot of writing over the next six months but in the meantime listen to flamingo county you can stream it everywhere that you want to stream it um we had I started a label to release this album and oh, wow. you know, do the press and do that thing. So Bro City Records is the name of my label that I have with Micah, my drummer. And uh, we are going to be uh, working on pressing the album to vinyl here, uh, kind of getting that in the works and then launching the merch store and everything like that, hopefully early next year. Uh, and that we'll be able to have uh, vinyl and merch and stuff that'll be on sale. Cause I've been selling merch shows, but I haven't set up the web store and done all the good stuff yet. So we'll be kind of shifting things into that gear um, as we keep kind of writing. And the hope is to release, and I'm going to, we're enjoying every moment of Flamingo County while it's out. We want to share it with everybody, but we just want to keep writing and uh, keep releasing music every year and just like, enjoying every moment that we can uh in in spurts and i I think embracing this band that we have like found is we're all we've all been such good friends for such a long time to actually all be in the same musical group together playing and like as a team it feels so good and it's just like i feel like the sky is the limit for what we can do musically and 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 I'm, i'm very excited to follow that so follow me on instagram at like matthew larry 711 is like my handle and uh it's it's the easiest way to get all the updates. We're actually I think we're gonna launch the Matthew Lowry and the FCP Instagram and social media stuff here soon, so that it won't because we want to embrace the band thing. Like I right. said, like yeah. that's what we are now. Um, and so I'll still have my own personal thing that will update everything in the world, but uh, it'll be a lot easier to be a dad. I think if I can separate my <laughs> for sure personal lifetime and then like this is a band account. And this is what we're gonna do. So. We'll be launching that soon too. But like I said, mine's Matthew Lowry 711. Matthew Lowry is on Facebook. I have a YouTube channel with the videos. Um, I even made a TikTok. So we'll see if I start using that more. It's so uh, tough. It's so tough to TikTok. It's, uh, it's tough to talk. It's tough to talk yeah. so much. I like writing the music and playing it. I, uh, right. But you know what? I think we'll just, we'll just become like a sketch band that uh, does like 
comedy sketches, right? We'll just make little mini music videos. Yeah. Little comedy sketches. There you go. Then it'll be fun. It makes sense. Actually, that's or, a great idea. Right well, yeah, there. or just take the videos that you have already and then cut them up into little clips little and snippies. That's yeah. I've done some of that. I've done some. We're dabbling. Yeah. Good, so uh good. but yeah, and then like I said, if you follow me, we'll definitely be announcing shows. Sweet. Uh and all that live and uh i'll be keeping up with you more this is great man if you don't have a merch guy let me know Ooh, i specialize in merch well that's that's i have you know i do have my boy that's fine no 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 that that's that's i'm just saying if you you didn't have somebody and you needed somebody shout out dylanicious designs shout out dylan matat my boy making some he his designs he's worked with us on like logo and stuff like that and the little flamingo guy I'll have to show you. I'll, I'll shoot some stuff your way. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Good. That's awesome. I mean, the whole, the whole like, one thing that's cool about the screen printing and design world is just like how many creative people there are. And like, you can really like learn from each other and, and just kind of like get better based on seeing other things. And uh, it's, it's a cool, like, it's not, it's not very like competitive. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, if you, if you needed somebody. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's, I think, uh, as you said, what's dope? He's a designer, but he also has his own screen printing stuff that he does. Sweet. So, like, that's awesome. He works with a lot of businesses in St. Pete and Tampa, and like also works with other bands because he plays music in a different group. And so, and the shipping, but, there's no shipping, which is awesome. Yeah, no, we pick it up. Uh, so, I mean, you're supporting, I mean, I'm working hard to spend my money on my music stuff. So, yeah. like, I'd rather support somebody that is my friend who's doing this. Fitness, uh, right? Um, and so that's fun. And I think that's what's like you said, with the lack of competition, it's not like he's not out there beating down doors trying to take other people's business. He's right. just providing his service and as word spreads, yep. you hope you know more people can come to that. So. There it is. Do you like it? Okay, great. Let's do it. <laughs> and that's it. He just had this style. I was like, Oh, you can do this kind of cool, unique flamingo look that i want you to do and it was like just nailed it man just nailed well, I'm, it. I'm i'm trying to picture this like this cover art of the vinyl like this huge like you know have you so you've seen the cover of the album yeah but it'd be cool yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, it, like on a vinyl image like that's what i'm saying yeah that's what you want the last supper it's amazing and, I, and, and I'm, I'm assuming that you're gonna go pink vinyl right I would like to <laughs> that's the plan <laughs> I, I wanted to well I, I wanted to look into one of those um uh like you can press the vinyl and have something in the middle. Yeah. And so if it was like clear and then there was like sand with a little flamingo in there that was like felt or something. Yeah. But I know that shit's expensive and yeah, we're probably not going to be able to do that. So <laughs> not be able to do that. But th- that that's like the dream. But other than that, yeah, it should be probably pink and or like seafoam green and pink, probably. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That. Dope. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, you got it right. Well, I'll have to order one. You'll have to ship it up to me. I will. Uh, I will announce everywhere. I'll make sure you know when the when the vinyl is. Uh... Can't wait. I, I I don't I don't buy. I've not gotten into the vinyl game. I just um, I want to get into the whole thing. Uh, it just it's just my CD collection. I stopped buying CDs probably four years ago just because financially irresponsible <laughs> children and all that kind of shit. I'm like, there's no way I can get in the vinyl game. Hey, I don't want to have this this big you know, big, bigger item now, but yeah. I do have a couple, uh, vinyl pieces from, you know, my favorite artists and people that I've interviewed too. So I would do that to uh, help support the cause. And I think that would be a, a cool piece to have. So that's very dope of you. I, I, <laughs> I am, a, I, we don't full circle it. I remember getting my, my dad had some vinyl growing up for sure. Right. There's some records, but yeah. like, 
in high school, I went to this uh, like thrift store and looked through the vinyl box because I knew we had the player in the basement and there was a copy of Phil Collins' uh, face value. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm going to bring... Or I'm sorry, No Strings Attached is the first Phil Collins or... No, No Jacket Required. I said the wrong name. <laughs> no Strings Attached is an sync album from the mid-2000s. I was going to say, like, No Strings Attached sounds... <laughs> yeah. No Jacket Required. When so I bought it for like two dollars out of this vinyl bin and i knew dad you know we love genesis i knew who he was but like i didn't know this so i took this vinyl and i put it on a record player and i listened to it at home and i was like this is everything this is amazing that was my first my first i purchased a vinyl it was just like a record shop pickup it wasn't like cooler hipper trendy or anything like that for me it was it was like oh yeah this is great music that like i can own on a record but luckily for me vinyl has become a thing so i have been I don't have an insane collection, but I have a very me collection where it's That's like, fine. I love this album enough that one day I want my kids to see these physical representations of this music I love. Yeah. And even if they have to go find it and stream it somewhere, however they'll do <laughs> it, like hopefully we'll just listen to records together. Right. But like when I'm old, they're like, Oh, this was dad's record. collection. This is grandpa's record collection. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by that time when it goes back around again, it's all the way back around. So, so, so. well, Matt Lowry, it's been a pleasure. It's been a very, um, very my pleasure as well. It, it was, uh, I've had a lot of fun tonight. This is probably the, the most fun I've had in the last few weeks as far as doing the interviews. And not that, you know, the past ones have been not fun, but this has been a very enjoyable. I'm happy for you uh, with your music career, um, your soon-to-be baby and, you know, your marriage and all, all that stuff. It just, uh, I'm happy when people are happy and great things are happening in your life. And uh, it's just a, it's a wonderful thing. And, and I know you are cognizant of how great your life is and you're, you know, you don't take it for granted and that's always just a great thing to see. So uh, best of luck to you with everything. Thank you. Please let's connect uh, outside of this. I, I, I melted really my heart that. with all those kind words. <laughs> no, dude, it's serious. That's it, from my heart. Like I said, I'm a very, oh, I'm a very so emotional great. person. Like, um, it's just, I wear my heart on my sleeve and, um, I, I genuinely care and I just, I, I'm, I'm very happy for you and, and everything that's going on in your life. So thank you again for taking the time. I kept you for a little longer than I wanted to. Um, I love but it. I hope you enjoyed it and, uh, I will definitely keep in touch. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, buddy. Take care. Yep, you too. All right. We'll see you.